When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So we're now sponsored by Ball across the entire DNVR network, as in Ball Arena, where the Nuggets play, as in the aerospace technology company, also as in the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer. And they manufacture a lot of those cans right here in Colorado, in Golden, Colorado, to be exact. And Ball hit us up. They're looking to add line capacity to their plant here in Golden, Colorado. They're looking to hire production technicians. So if that sounds like you, hit them up because, like I said, they're adding line capacity to their 400-person plant here in town in Golden, Colorado because the demand for sustainable aluminum beverage cans is greater than ever. If you're interested in working at Ball, hit them up. Go to jobs.ball.com and search for Golden, or you can simply text Golden to 77222. Ball makes 8, 12, and 16-ounce can sizes for all kinds of liquids. They make cans in over 30 different sizes at facilities across the world. The Golden Plant makes regular 8-ounce, 12-ounce, and 24-ounce growler-sized cans. Alumatech bottles, several different can lint sizes as well. So, again, go to jobs.ball.com and search for Golden, or you can simply text Golden to 77222 for more info. Man, let's go. This is some like end of vacation vibes right here. Is what this is. <laughs> Dude, the Nuggets are coming back. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the Winners Lounge. Yeah, man, there's something better than a Winners Lounge. That's what this is. Man. This is a big time Winners. Lounge. Oh, man, this is a much needed. Dude, we're winning. Whooping. We're winning tonight. We are winning. Tonight. We are winning tonight. All of us are. Every single person on this panel is winning tonight. I got Harrison win with me. I don't win any bets. <laughs> I'm winning in life. <laughs> in the game of life, I've won. You've already won. It's already over. Won. Well, you got a lot of life left. right now. Wow, he's, call- he's calling it. He's calling it. Over here, I got D-Line. I won a bunch tonight. I won on Bones. I won on Bones. I won on the Nuggets. Oh. Uh, and then I, but I did not win because Jeff Green scored only. Um, uh, what's going on? <laughs> trying to get a hold of you, is you try- <laughs> he, he didn't get the memo that we've almost we're broken on, this we're glass on before. The show right now. Are this we live right now? Yeah, we are. Oh, wow. We are. I, Adam, I, Adam, I think to distract everybody. Adam, I think is trying to get into the back of John Malkovich's head here. <laughs> um, it's a good night for me though. I want some money. Let's go. Uh, what's up, Def? Way to ISO, man. I try to throw it through. Def, show him how you ISO. Yeah. That was so a Kata Bates D up ISO. That was a Kata ISO. <laughs> so like, this is like a a tough thing to think about but it's also a good thing to think about we brought rakia back oh, oh shut crap Dev, shut the oh up. he's right rakia you are Dev, so right up. dude and wait a something second was different about what happened tonight. something was different something was different about tonight oh, yes Dev. 
My goodness, man. Leave it to Dev. He always gets it right. Oh my always God. gets it right. <laughs> oh, my God. This is exactly what happened. We brought Rocky back. I drank a lot of it. I had like six shots of Rocky tonight. <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. guess what happened? Nuggets absolutely dominated on the window during the middle of a show. I did start while I do a show. It's like I'm doing a lot of things here. Um, the Nuggets absolutely dominate tonight. Um, I'm trying to look at the score and I can't find it anywhere. Uh, they 127-112. Oh, ESPN just has it backwards. There we go. 127-112. And it's funny. The Nuggets did dominate. And honestly, the bench had a good hat. Like, Stint. They played two stints. One of them was actually good, but yet still, yeah. it wasn't good enough. They yeah. were still like a net negative overall somehow. And but fortunately, Jokic is the greatest player in the world, as Facts. proven by tonight. And, and our he headline. Just, and, and by our headline, thirty-five points, seventeen rebounds, eight assists. Kelly, you didn't even ask me. He will be king of the game. So whenever <laughs> you have that grab, no rush. Whenever you, oh, you already have the man, like super, draft king, king of the game. Super producer Kale with a Jokic-esque performance tonight, having the, the king of the game already ready to go. 35 points, 8 assists, 17 rebounds. 17 rebounds? Harrison, Dude, his rebound totals what is he doing? so ridiculous this year. <laughs> What's he doing with these rebounds? Like, he's making know. a point to just trying to set a record for rebounds. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I remember there was, like, one game from Kenneth Farid. We had 17 rebounds, and I, like, I, like, Took a picture of the, of the screen. I was like, "This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen." Jokic does it every other game. Yeah, uh, he really is doing it. Like the rebounding is crazy. Do you have a theory on why he's rebounding so well? Well, at the beginning of the season, the theory was because the Nuggets' defense was really good, and they were yeah, forcing right. a lot of misses. Yep. Now they forced a lot of misses tonight, but he's been rebounding like crazy for several weeks, a month plus now, the entire season. And the Nuggets defense hasn't been elite all season. So that theory is out the window. I don't know. He's just stronger than everybody. He just has a better read of where the ball's going off the rim <laughs> than anybody. He's just the best rebounder. I don't know. I think that he's came to the realization that he's a different type of center. He's not a traditional big where he has to grab the rebound and find a guard. He knows that he could generate offense by grabbing the rebound and just going. And I think that now that the team understands that, there's not guys waiting back for him to grab the rebound or there's not, you know, the slow pace type of things. I think that's what the offense is, is set to be. And he finally realizes that and, and he's being more aggressive on that end. Don't, don't you think that he realizes that already, though? Like, I mean, like he's known that that he can grab the ball and go. Just something this year is making him. I mean, 17 rebounds. That's a lot. It's but a honestly, ton. he's been up in 13. I mean, he's averaging like 13, but he's been up. It's not just that he's averaging 13 because he's got a couple, like, 25 rebound games. No, he's just every game he's above 13, it feels like. I think it, we, my theory early on, and I don't know if this is still bearing out because he didn't seem as spry as he did early in the season, but he just came into the kind of true, game actually. Better, in better shape. He's just jumping better and was stronger. Like, just, I mean, all Jokic needs to do is get his the one tip it's of his true. finger on the ball, and then it sucks into his space <laughs> octopus. Or one, he just one tips Adam. it to himself, though. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So if he like increases his vertical by like a centimeter, like right. I think it, it that's makes like a difference. somebody else increasing their vert by six inches. Totally. I mean, you really just watch him. It's just he just his arms are just straight up. Yeah. yeah. And everybody else's arms are rounded, but it just goes <laughs> and just sucks it into his hands. <laughs> then it's his ball, and that's the end of the game. It's funny how casually dominant he is, man. I mean, tonight was a really good game. It honestly didn't need to be as good as it was. I mean, he had to check back in. The bench was so bad in that to start that fourth quarter that Malone, you know Malone did not want to bring him back in. And you know that Jokic mentally was like, I'm sure he had his laces untied. Like He was like, I'm going home. Yep. 
he was a plus, I think, 27 at that point, which usually, and the Nuggets were up like 25 points. Usually that's enough. He has to check back in. But guess what? He comes back in. Here's what I love about Yoke. He doesn't just check in as like, all right, I got to calm everything down, which he did do. But he's like, I'm going to calm everything down by being absolutely insane. <laughs> I'm going to throw little tip passes. I'm going right. to do little, I'm going to do crazy stuff here, but at the same time, calm everybody down. Yeah. I mean, he's, this was a, such a fun Jokic oh, game. They, right? I mean, the greatest part about this game is that they got out so far ahead because the bench had that like ridiculous stint that will never be replicated. <laughs> right, right. Where Bones and Marcus <laughs> Howard just like went absolutely unconscious and they just torched the bench of the Spurs in the first stint and then couldn't replicate again but then it got us to a place where Jokic could just start fucking around yeah start behind the back he crushed the entire spirit of the Spurs comeback within 30 seconds but then like Gordon was By fucking just around walking on behind the, floor. the back everyone just got right. into like globetrotter everyone mode. was like <laughs> oh Yoke's back on the floor okay Baku was throwing go. crazy passes they were, honestly it was just like doo -doo -doo, he's got to give these guys so much confidence yeah you know what I mean? Honestly, oh, like, sure. like he does this so casually that when you're out there with him, you got to be like, we're probably fine. Yeah, dude. We're probably fine. It's like every player that's ever played with LeBron James that yeah. everybody's like, oh, do you even need these other guys? We got LeBron James. And it turns <laughs> right. out, like, we now know what that's like. And it's like, do we need Marcus Howard? Like, all right. But, I mean, got yeah. he, <laughs> he also just makes everyone better. Like, everybody was, like, good players. Of course, they made it to the NBA in this level. But now their like IQ is so much higher. Their spacing is so much better. Just knowing where to be and how to play the right way. It's not like when you get you know drafted into the NBA and you're on the, the Thunder or Houston Rockets, where you just kind of have to showcase your skill and just play like that. When you come in, you're you're learning how to play basketball right. that actually so sticks with you for the rest yep. of your career. So. Yeah, their confidence is high. Dude, the Nuggets shot forty three threes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> they were 20 for it's a lot. 43. It's a lot of threes. It's Ugh. a lot of threes. It is. Have you ever seen the video of the like orchestra where there's a guy that plays the gong? It's like all these people are like yeah. world-class musicians, and then there's <laughs> one guy that just like, boom. Yeah. That, the Nuggets are like that, but Jokic is the orchestra, and everybody else is the gong guy. <laughs> there's like four that, gong guys, and Jokic guy, is the whole orchestra. For the whole thing. He's the director. <laughs> and every now and then you like see the gong guy just fumble it and you're like, damn it, what are you doing, man? You had one job. You had the one the gong, job. The gong guy went sick in the second. Yeah. <laughs> really like, so, yeah. Really, did. real I like a gong ISO. A I gong just, solo. We're almost there. I just like another ten seconds or so of Jokic love. It just was <laughs> it's funny because some nights Jokic will have like twenty eight, fourteen, and six, and we'll give somebody else the king of the game, you know, like just but the reason is because some nights he goes 3, 5, 17, and 8. It's like his ceiling is so high. Like, this was not his best game. No. It not really wasn't close. his best game. It probably wasn't a top 10 game, but yet it was 35, 17, 8, and 8 on 15 and 24 shooting. Just so lucky. And I'll tell you what. I've said this. Here's, here's a growing theory I have with Yoke. I think I mentioned this the other day. It might have been on lockdown. might have been here. But the one area, when we talk about Yoke at the level he's at, where does he get better? It's three-point shooting. It's three-point shooting. And I still think that it's mental for him. Like, there's certain games he goes in knowing he's going to shoot three. Some games he's like, I'm not going to settle at all. Whenever he doesn't have to think about that, it's just the game. He never has to be focused in order to hit him. It's going to be great. Because tonight, four of six from three. He's not always going to shoot that four of six. But when he does, it's over. over. I'm sorry. It's over when he goes four of six from three. It's like he, he usually won't have to play the Yeah, fourth. the thing, like, Jokic really has, this season has just, like, been in three-pointer as a decoy mode where yeah. he's like 
I've never he's pump faked one million times right. and has yeah. shot seven three pointers. Like yeah. and tonight he was just like, you know what, F it. Like I'm actually gonna shoot them. He I don't think you know, you can always tell if he what, what kind of night it's gonna be with that if with the first one. Like right. the first one, if he pump fakes, pump fakes and then goes around, it's like, all right, we're gonna get seven more <laughs> yeah. of these before he actually unloads one. I mean, you take note of this when you bet specifically on his three pointers every night. So <laughs> I'm t- I'm telling you from a place of knowledge, like uh, but tonight he he was just like in it, and it's beautiful. You're right; it's a beautiful thing. It's like, I think it, it's a mindset switch from, this is trying to draw the guy out to versus like I'm trying to make this. Right. How deflating does it have to be when he does knock down a three pointer or two, um, and then he has a game like this where he did everything. He scored from outside. He scored from inside. He's dissecting the defense with the passing. He's seeing plays before they happen. Um, he's grabbing every single rebound that comes his way. He's blocking shots on defense. He's just, he's, he's impacting the game in so many different, how do you coach against that? Also, how do you play against that? Honestly, like if, if you're Purdue and you're going through a game like that, where you feel like you like you're, you're playing your best. And this guy just is 10 steps ahead of you. What, What do you do? Nothing. You, you just get blown out. I like mean, they literally, we, you try to get them tossed from the game. I mean, that's literally, literally <laughs> the only way to yeah, be. They them. literally went up against probably the greatest coach of all time tonight. You know and what's funny? <laughs> we we're burying the lead here. Jokic got a technical for doing a chin up. Oh, Dunked yeah. it so hard and did a chin up, and he Holy got the tag. I think his second career chin up. I think yeah, <laughs> his second one. You know what's funny, man? <laughs> the NBA's funny in that. Why is that? The NFL does this all the time, where it's like, hey, no celebrating. You get a right. touchdown. You, you know, say thank you and return the ball to the official. And it's so dumb. The NBA has been mostly good about this. Like, they don't like the big balls dance. I understand it. It's a little obscene. It's a little tough to explain <laughs> to your it. kid. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, kid does, just, just to be clear, your kid doesn't have to understand everything. Yeah. Like just, when, just you're, when, your when, kid, the, when your kid does I, it, when the, the, the dance happens, you're like, oh, how am I going to tell that to my, explain to my kids? You're like, I'm not going to. Well, all right. Here's the thing. It, it's it's actually the kid understands it without explanation. Then you have to. So you have to. Well, like, then, then it's fine. It's like, part I'm of sorry. <laughs> he believes his testicles to be extra large. Extra that's, large. That's, that's also, yeah, they're also so and, big and very heavy. And very heavy. <laughs> In basketball, you also uh, as, as a little league team or a game, you throw that out there. And what, are, what, are, what are you teaching your your kid? He's what do you mean? To, he's trying to emulate those things. He's gonna do the same things that he sees. He I brings mean. that to a little league game. <laughs> <laughs> you have a very a uncomfortable apparent moment if your exactly. kid starts doing do the big ball dance. To other if my kid well, did that, I'd be like, hell yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would too, actually. Hell yeah. incredible. Do it again. But LeBron James I hope got, my kid does that. Foul. He got a penalty for it. Sorry. I was trying to make a point here, and the point was that the NBA <laughs> is very good about allowing most things that are not obscene. Apparently, that's, you guys feel they censor too much. They're pretty good at it. Chin-ups, does it really matter? No. Why are chin-ups a technical? They don't I like, think it's because you're hanging on the rim longer. Why does that matter? No, they don't want. I don't anything. know. I hate when you're hanging on the rim. They don't want anything that like shows up your. They opponent. only have they like tamp down a as certain much, amount like, of rims to use. Towards... They don't want to damage one. <laughs> Damaging. When you hang on the rim, they I'm actually kidding. give you that same. That's what. That's what I'm saying. Why not just allow that? Like I think that one is like as far as trash talk goes, very mild trash talk. Pull doing a chin-up. Also, you don't get back on defense, so it's sort of self. Um, right. But it just, it just all falls under that umbrella of like they don't want people to taunt each other because they don't want them to fight. <laughs> it's possible. That's what it is. <laughs> it's possible. I just I don't know. I thought it was weird. But anyway, he got a chin up. It was great. Um, I thought he was tossed. I learned a rule tonight. I have no idea. Yeah. A chin up or a sportsman like tech, not 
a real tech. I think really. I only know that rule because it's happened to Jokic before. Really? In a very similar scenario. Yeah. Man, his tech, by the way, Jokic got a tech in the first quarter, I believe, of this game. Yep. And if you watched it, I was actually a little disappointed in Michael Malone because if you watch it, I feel like he looked at Malone like, are you going to get this tech or am I? And Malone's like, not me. And he's like, fine. Because it was a very yeah. thought out technical. Like, Yoke knew I'm going to go and scream at this guy, tell him to tech me. And he make he a wanted point. that one. Yeah, he wanted to make a point. But it almost cost the Nuggets because if it weren't for the sportsmanlike rule, whatever. Um, you know who we could have given king of the game to tonight? Me, Eric Weedham, for saying Jokic would score thirty points. I can't believe win. I can't believe vote is not here for the night. Marcus Howard oh, goes off. Marcus Howard goes off for twenty-one points. Somehow still a minus eight. I mean, <laughs> did you watch the second half? I did watch it, but it's very weird. Um, man, look at Jokic's last five games. 35 points, 39 points, 32 points, 17 rebounds. Week. I mean, just double doubles every time and then triple doubles on, on three of the five. <laughs> tonight, not a triple double. Assist. This is crazy, his line. Yeah. But Marcus tonight, 7 of 15 from the field. Really, the only number that matters is 6 of 12 from the three-point line. 6 of 12. He gets him up, man. He gets him up. Yeah, for him to hit five three-pointers in the, in the first half, and also for Malone to elect to go to Marcus Howard that early and him to uh, make the best of his opportunity, good for him. Yeah. And also, the Nuggets have been losing the game with the second unit. Right. You put a guy like Marcus Howard in the second unit and it just shifts like that, he's able to score, he's able to get himself going, and in essence gets that second unit going. And I'm not going to say that won the game, but that was a big reason that they were able to take off and keep that lead where – when they win the second unit, they, they're pretty much in the game because the starters are just so well. But really good for him for just having that type of game and just just being ready when he's not called on that much. Man, the thing about Marcus Howard is that like he is he's like we should call him the hot pocket. He's either as hot as you can possibly get or <laughs> ice That's cold. Actually, you know what? Absolutely no, I, ice I like cold it. in you the know middle. What? I wanted to laugh at you, but hey. I know. Hey, it's the hey, hot pocket. The hot pocket. pocket. It's so good. I've, and I've, also, like, for some reason, it feels like a, an insult for a small guy. Yeah. I hate hockey pockets. Sorry. Nobody likes yeah, hot pockets. Hot pockets. But the other thing is, like, this man is either as hot as the sun right. or cannot, yeah. or we're like, uh... I thought this guy was like a score. I've never seen yeah. him make a basket. When you take it out of the microwave, it's either piping hot or you <laughs> In bite middle. into it and you're like, ice cold. shit, this ice cold. <laughs> and you want to put it back and never see it or never see it, it again. again. But like tonight, like you would think that this would be, I mean, the the thing with a night like this for Marcus Howard is, you know, like, all right, I think we can. Uh, reasonably expect him to come in and hit five unbelievable <laughs> three pointers in somebody's six. eye every six in somebody's <laughs> eye one after the next and like shots where you're like dude what and the go yeah. in, I mean but it was like the combo of he and Bones it was the perfect storm like Bones like that felt like a game that you can like rely on from Bones like that just felt like he was getting his rhythm again he was like finding his uh, you know his range but Marcus is like so enigmatic. He's, isn't he, guys? He's I don't, an enigma. I don't wrapped I don't, in a hot pocket. I feel like I feel I don't feel like he is at all. Actually, I feel like he's very simple. I feel it's that he shoots almost every time he touches it because that's his skill. That's why he's out there. I'm not complaining. I'm saying that's why he's out there. And usually he misses. Yeah, he but does. sometimes when he makes it, he makes six in a row, and you're just like, wow. I thought this was the biggest storyline from the game. Like, if you're gonna boil it down to one reason why the Nuggets got momentum in this game. It was that stretch. Yeah, that was the momentum Because builder, yeah. if you think about it, when that bench came in late in the first quarter, they're actually terrible. They were really bad so for the bad. first couple minutes. Yeah, and were. then in the second quarter, something flipped and Marcus Howard got hot and Bones Highland got hot. And really kind of expanding out, 
the Nuggets, they need guys to step up randomly almost, yes. like on a night-to-night basis, especially when you're down to Will Barton. But also just in this space of the season that they're in without Jamal, yeah. they need performances so- like this from guys. They need a game from Marcus Howard here and there. I know. They need a Jeff Green game. They need Devon Reed to hit a couple big shots in a game. Like this is how the Nuggets are going to get through this stretch. It's it's from performances like this. While we're on the Marcus Howard uh scoring, you know, 20 points or whatever. That's just so crazy to me that on ESPN or anywhere else, it's not going to lead with that. It's not going to talk about Marcus Howard. Well, you're just surprised that ESPN is not going to lead with well, Marcus why don't Howard. You just let me say I, what I'm, I'm just clarifying. Say first, what you, I'm clarifying we'll what you're get, saying. We'll get to that part. <laughs> All right, I'm clarifying it. Okay. Jokic is down four starters tonight, or three other starters yeah, tonight. That's true. And then a backup comes up and scores 20 points. If this was the Lakers, Malik Monk goes and do that. Yeah, They're going to say right, how true. big a, of a game it is. Th. What T is this? Like yeah, they're gonna they're gonna talk about they're gonna talk about it. Like it's gonna be all over ESPN how LeBron makes these players better or bigger and these guys step up because he allows them to, even though he has a dominant night. That's this is gonna be like, like a no like no one's gonna discuss it. It's not gonna be anywhere. And Jokic had such a monster game with with missing so many guys and they go out and blow it a uh, blow a team out. So I just think that's crazy. Marcus Howard would be so popular if he was a Laker. Oh, he would, he would, dude. He'd be like a top 20 selling jersey. Would he be a star? <laughs> the third star? Uh, I'm trying to think. Like the, the Caruso. He's, like, <laughs> if they scored that. If the, they scored that. The pocket. <laughs> He's got his own hot pocket endorsement deal. He's in movies. <laughs> Just, he's got pockets full of hot pockets on a poster. Yeah. I was thinking tonight when I was watching, I was thinking pocket curry. Oh, like pocket, pocket curry. curry. It might be hot pocket. Hot curry. pocket. Hot curry. pocket curry. This is so terrible. This yeah. is really bad. It um, is fu- but it's like a night like tonight. You're like, oh, you know, if we can just get the bench to not know what they're doing, but then a guy, then a bunch of guys just hit a bunch of shots. Like we're going to be okay. <laughs> like the, the bench is not solved at all. It's not at all. Why did they head out there tonight, man? <laughs> With Marcus ridiculous. Howard, Bones Highland. Bones Highland like, was the three. They had Faku was in the there. Three. Faku, <laughs> Jermichael Green, and Zeke Naji. Prayers, oh, Jermichael Green and Zeke Naji both actually got hurt tonight and didn't yeah, even come back geez. into the game. Oh my God. Prayers up to them. Nuggets but lost that lineup? Are, are you kidding? I know. It's so ridiculous. Man. It was so an ridiculous. absurd lineup. There's no there's no reason that should have worked. Like Michael Malone <laughs> put in the most ridiculous. He's like, eh, what if I... And he did it and it worked. Now it's like... All right, well, F it. I guess that's yeah. what we do now. The, the smallest lineup ever put onto the floor. The show is flying by. Kel tells me we're already 23 minutes into the show, which is a little bit wild. I can't believe it's flying by this fast. Uh, so we'll take our first break. But before we do, I have to remind you guys, January 16th. Uh. Does it mean anything to you? Nuggets hosting the Utah Jazz and DNVR. Taking over Ball Arena right now, guys. Game tickets and party bus. I think we've already sold, like... I, like a lot, like maybe Ooh. half already. So don't sit, don't sit on this, guys. We could always extend this and open up more, but 
So if you want to sit all together in the exact same section, there's another, like a secondary section, an overflow, if you will, that we can move to. But if you want to get in on this, it's going to be a great time. This makes a great Christmas present or birthday gift or just thing for yourself and your yeah, buddies. Jesus. Just do it. Like buy it. It's great seats in the lower level. We all get to sit together. Plus party bus from so you don't have to pay for parking. You just take our bus to the arena and back to the bar afterwards. After the game, we'll celebrate. We'll have a great time. We'll hang out. I'll be here. Eric will be here. Oh, I'll Superstar be here. Dev will be here. He's not sneaking out early that night. I'll be here. You're going to be here the whole time, aren't you? The entire night. Afterwards, <laughs> after media availability, you're still going to be here, huh? I'm going to make sure that I speak to everyone that's in the bar. I'm going to take Rocky a shot. Hey, oh, Rocky! Well, I'm going to take Rocky a shot. So sign up, guys. Uh, DNVRlocker.com. That's where you sign up. You'll see it there. It's an incredible value. Best of all, you get to hang out with us. Harrison, take us away. Yeah, guys, pick up some Hassle Cattle Company Ooh. from HassleCattleCompany.com. Use the code DNVR15. Get 15% off your entire order. Hassle Cattle Company has got the best damn Wagyu beef around. Blue collar. Wagyu, that is. That is blue collar. <laughs> Go to HassleCattleCompany.com. This is a special deal for the holiday, so I don't think it's going to be around after the holiday. It's not, dude. This yeah. is a, like the ultimate dad gift. You <laughs> it can, is. You just freeze this stuff up, give it to your dad later on. He can like slowly, as soon as he feels like you're up for grilling, if you have like kind of a, like a basic dad that grills steaks regardless, you got to make hassle cattle in the, in the cast iron skillet. I already made this very clear. You have made that very clear. But basic dad. I don't well, feel like basic dad is, come on, grilling steaks is still awesome as well. It is, it is. I'm just saying like it, it, to, to truly honor the Wagyu. All the same, <laughs> your dad will love it. Every right. dad Every dad. Every love dad it. just loves a shipment of meat for oh, <laughs> Thanksgiving. As, as the only <laughs> dad Christmas on this gift. panel, I can confirm <laughs> shipment of meat. Yeah. Very top of the list. Like what else do you like. love more than just a package of meat? That actually is a great Christmas gift, huh? Total box of meal. Oh my gosh. That's why right, they're doing man. it. DNVR yeah. 15, get 15% Freeze off. Freeze it up, baby. Hassle Cattle Company. Also, if you're looking to be accepted by your dad, explaining to him that this Wagyu comes from a, you know, a, a local family farm in Texas, he'll be like very impressed. I gotta let my dad know this immediately. <laughs> wow. No. wow, son. I'm looking for the acceptance. <laughs> I never thought you were truly a man until this moment. <laughs> it's quite a purchase. The Snooze Why don't I give you my entire universal mattress on the planet? The Snooze Flip. Guys, you can customize your sleep experience to fit your needs. One side is soft, one side is firm. You can flip it to the side that fits your body best. The cover is also reversible with one side up to five degrees cooler and cozy warm on the other side as well. Go to snoozesleep.com. Use the code DNVR. There's nothing worse than waking up in the middle of the night in the sweats. You know you what I'm talking about? Bad sweatpants? No, no. I'm saying like when you wake up and you're like too hot because your bed doesn't the night have you're, you're just, you're dreaming. The night sweats, yeah. Because yeah. you wake Not up dreaming Rayquist. about the Nuggets bench <laughs> on a normal night. Is it? Yeah, uh, it is the night sweats, yeah. No. no, nothing worse. Uh, nothing he worse needs than to that. Get a snooze sleep and snooze flip. <laughs> Do you think he named his band because he had bad? <laughs> he wakes up. He's like, I need a snooze, man. man. What is this? Oh man, reach I love out. Nathaniel reach Rateless, out to man. Us. Big, big Nathaniel Rateless. Snoozesleep.com. Get that snooze flip, but use code DNVR. You're gonna get two hundred fifty dollars off your mattress and two hundred fifty dollars off your adjustable base. That's at snoozesleep.com. Use code DNVR. Two hundred fifty dollars off your mattress. Two hundred fifty dollars off your adjustable base as well. All right, awesome. All right, let's get back. There's a couple. Of, we're gonna do um, stonk report. Oh, today. We haven't done a stonk time. report in a long time. End of a road trip. Very good time to do a stonk report. Yeah. But before we do, I have to give a couple more shout outs, um, or talk about a couple more players. I guess that's called shouting them out. Um, Aaron Gordon. Last year, and really the last couple years, you know, Jokic is the cornerstone of this team. There's no question about that. Like he, I put out the stat on Twitter earlier. Jokic this season plus 184 when he's on the court. Uh, nuggets when he's off the court minus 183 almost perfect balance it's like ridiculous how how balanced this is 
But here's what's here's what's crazy in their thirteen and thirteen, so it makes sense. Um, there, Aaron Gordon deserves a little bit of credit for m- making himself into a really nice Jokic duo. You know, Jokic is great, and he's great with every player, but he is better with certain guys. Jamal Murray's one of them. I feel like Aaron Gordon's one of them. That tech tonight of Jokic doing a chin-up, that came off of an incredible give-and-go between him and Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon had a behind-the-back pass to Jamichael Green tonight that was just absolutely filthy. He, I, I feel like every game he gets a little bit more ingrained into Jokic ball. Yeah, I mean, they were playing t- two-man ball for almost, yeah. uh, like... When the starters were sort of faltering, uh, it was those two, like going back and forth. And you're right, like they had their passes in the synergy tonight was especially good. They they, were, they had a bunch of like touch passes between each yep. other. Aaron Gordon was like springing Jokic free, going running down the lane, like more than one time. It, it was, uh, I mean, it, it's funny because typically that only happens with Jokic and a guard, but it was like crazy to see he and a forward like playing just straight two man game and being dominant. Right, Aaron Gordon, and and he was playing bully ball. I mean, it was uh, it was a cool outing for for Gordon. He didn't like just kind of fall back on shooting threes like he can do sometimes. Uh, he, it was, uh, I think you yeah you put it well. Like he's just like feeling more and more like just like a natural, comfortable part of the offense where things aren't being forced. What's wild is how uh, there's not even reactions when he does incredible things on the court. Like he, he'll do a, a wild putback dunk, no reactions. He does a yep. behind the back pass that no one else seen that was an incredible pass no reactions he's just he's it's it's expected of him it's it's what he's supposed to do because if it's anyone else everyone's gonna go crazy the bench is going wild but it just goes to show the type of player that he is he's getting those type of responses where it's just calm um collected and it's just what what they expect him to do so i think that that shows just how comfortable he is yeah i feel like honestly like he had the reputation as a good stats, bad team guy. I think that, and I understand where that comes from. Often when there's a good or highly touted player on a team that doesn't win, you think like, oh, it must be their fault. This or that. Getting to know his game, man, he really is. His stats are irrelevant. They really are. Like, I don't even know what he's averaging points-wise, rebounds-wise, this or that, because he's not a stats player. He really does fit in really well. And he does have more than what you expect. I would say this. He's a little bit better of a three-point shooter than you expect. He's better as a shot selection three-point shooter than you would expect, too. Like, he doesn't take... Sometimes he does, but for the most part, he takes the ones you want. He's a better passer than you expect. He's been a better defender than I expect. He actually just is a better, like, at, at doing the stuff that's yeah. important than you would have thought. And you only thought that because he was labeled as, like you said, the good stats, bad team guy in Orlando. Right. And nobody ever watched the Magic, and that's just how he was known throughout the NBA and and to us. And we were talking about this during the game, but if you look back on that trade, that is an utter fleecing by the Nuggets. The Aaron Gordon trade is a fleecing. I mean, Gary Harris, we know how the season has gone mostly. He's been playing a little better as of late. Like last four games or so. All things considered, uh, he's probably a minus player right now. Uh, RJ Hampton, a project who's not playing playoff minutes for the Nuggets this year. And then a first-round pick that's going to be in the mid to late 20s. That trade, the Nuggets got a killing in that trade for Aaron Gordon. And you got to give Gordon a lot of credit for really reshaping his game around the Nuggets and Jokic. I think you also got to give the Nuggets front office a lot of credit for saying this guy can totally fit into what we're doing. Yes, and they were actually like so – everybody screams at 
the front office to do things. Wait, make a trade. Why are we getting? Why can we get Jimmy Butler? Yeah, yeah, where's yeah. Jimmy Butler? But they just like they're so clever and they're so smart about the way the way they do their business. Like, if you remember, I mean, they waited until the Magic were like in a position where they were making a bunch right, of deals, yep. and yep. so they weren't like heavily focused on the Aaron Gordon trade in the same way they would be if it was just like in the middle of the season just a one off so it was sort of like uh, yeah uh, him him and a first okay uh, next blah, blah, blah. it's kind and of funny that Arturis and Tim Conley both poached the magic. Yes. Yeah. I feel like they were at a meeting like two years ago. You think and they're like, two years at ago, some point. They've just been talking yeah. shit about the yeah. magic for years. Let's all let's wait to the right moment. Then our tourist goes and they both feast yeah. on them and get on this. Like, one, two, like, yeah. three. Let's go. Yeah, because yeah, the, the Vooch trade and Aaron Gordon trade came within like a day of one another. And they were both like, you can't give each of them the scrutiny that it <laughs> is required of a big trade like that if they're just trying to liquidate things. Yeah. So they're smart. Like they wait. That that's what smart GMs do is they wait and they take advantage of disadvantaged teams, like teams that are looking to unload good players because they're not going anywhere and they got the double dip where they were able right. to then you know just play off the fact that they were just like sort of being loosey-goosey it's great i love when you say loosey-goosey you've said it a few times okay monte morris tonight was really good seven of 12 four of eight from the three-point line i've talked about how he when he knocks down his shots it just opens everything else up for the team especially his three-point shots monte hitting i can't believe DraftKings gives such good odds on him hitting one three because I feel like he does it every game. He yeah. has at least yeah. one. That's the safest bet right now. DraftKings probably listening, going to take that away. <laughs> uh, last guy before we get to Stonk Report. Davon Reed, I thought, was really impressive in his first start for the Nuggets tonight. And a tough spot to be in. We've seen some random players get a start for the Denver Nuggets, including in the playoffs recently. Sure. Um, but Davon Reed tonight, it's funny. Whenever you bring in a two-way player, you think, oh, he must be a defensive. I don't think he's a defensive guy. He's okay. But he's a really good Fine. offensive guy to me. He's a really nice offensive player. How would you evaluate what you saw from him tonight? I mean, I don't think that he's a defensive player, but tonight he was. He had those two steals. And yep. those one of, one of the things I think of, especially when it's a G League player and just having to make that jump to being an NBA player is, can they fit in? Can they keep up? Can they look like the other guys? And he definitely fits the bill. He looks like an NBA player in, in every single aspect. Yeah. He goes from being in the G League to being in the starting unit. And he holds his own. And not only does he hold his own, he looks like he belongs with the starting unit. Yeah. That's not a person that you could just complain about or having those type of uh, moments. And it's not like he's out there doing too much. It, it's not like he looks at this opportunity like, I have to prove myself. I have to try to score this many um, points or I just have to give my all on defense. He really does look comfortable and as if he's just part of the guys out there. And, and I think that's just that says more than than anything else. Fitting in. I mean, to me, that's the big key is he's not absolutely I mean, he just fits in. He knows how to play. He's not trying right. to do anything yeah. special. And Devon Reed, he's not like a rookie coming out of college or right. a rookie coming up from the G League. He's 26 years old, and I've written about this in wind chimes, but he has almost been an NBA player before. He came up with the Phoenix Suns. He was cut from the Suns on, like, the last day before the regular season, four years ago, I think, when Phoenix signed Jamal Crawford. So he was, like, one of these last cuts yeah, uh, tough, for man. a veteran uh, from like a, an NBA team and has been the G League, has bounced overseas for, uh, around the G League from team to team. So it's not like he's this, you know, rookie, inexperienced guy. He's played a bunch of games at the NBA level before. Yeah. He's played high level minutes in the G League. So he, he's come in and just fit in, not tried to do too much, and just kind of 
played within himself. Yeah. He'll be a Malone guy, I think, for sure. Um, let's get to Stonks Report, guys. Oh! Let's get to some Stonks. Yeah. Holy cow. I like cow. this energy here, Eric. Well, I'm sorry, dude. Listen. We haven't done Stonks in a long time, man. I consider myself to be a, a bit of a Stonk day trader. Like, really? I, I monitor the Stonks all the time. Dude. We're, we're not always called upon. They're not always called yeah. upon. Well, I expect extra insight from you, man. Okay, I'm definitely right. uh, as D-line for the Stonk market. Absolutely. <laughs> I wake stonk up daily market. and check out my... My stonks, bro. All right, we're gonna go in order here as I see them on my uh, my Let's box score it. here. We're gonna start with Jeff Green. Now, Eric, when you make this, I know you and I both had a bet for Jeff Green to score points. Yeah, I will say. So, is this how how far back are we looking here? How big <laughs> is the stonk? Uh, index uh, is, it, is this a daily dealer's song? choice dealer's choice okay. it's your own definition right, well here down for jeff because oh, he didn't get here <laughs> wow dev has jeff green down this is dev also was in on the bet is this why because you lost money on no on no that's not why that okay not why jeff green by the way two Actually, two two, real, two tonight yeah in real life four i'm four like, I'm like, pretty, I'm, I'm like a little up on on, on jeff okay just because I've seen him have better moments with the Nuggets. Like, I've seen him uh, go into a, a situation, especially like tonight, where I expected him to try to score or be more involved with Barton out of the lineup and them not having a lot to go to in the second unit. You but they scored 127. Here's the thing. This is a positive to me. It sucked because I'm with you. I had him scoring a lot of points today. Yeah. But it's a positive to me when a team is rolling and you have a player that's like, oh, I'll yeah. stay out of the way. Totally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. And he's more like than so, cool with that. And he's so, more than cool with it. Like, yeah. You know, it's like a, it's like Dev. If somebody's making a great point, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dev gets it. Yeah, but I really, I feel like Davon Reed did. He stayed out of the way. Yeah, he did too. And for then sure he did. Jeff Green stayed out of the way. Yeah. And they didn't have to because Jokic didn't need them tonight. But there are going to be times that he does need them. And is he going to step up and make a play? Or is he going to be playing like that? So I'm not down completely on him. But I just feel like I expected more from him at this point or in this type of atmosphere right now. So I guess I could say just like like a little bit, though. I am just I'm very confident what Jeff Green's going to bring the Nuggets. I feel like if they need him to step up and be a primary option. He's done that a couple times. He's done yeah. that on this road trip. If he's not that guy on that night, if it's not going to be his night, he's more than cool stepping back into the shadows and just being a complimentary guy. And the funniest thing or one of the, the most fascinating things to watch during a game when it comes to Jeff Green is how he doesn't expend himself because he, he is such a veteran. Like he knows this is an 82 game regular season. He knows he's going to play be playing 30 minutes a night now. So he's the ultimate. He, he's like going at the ultimate veteran speed. You know, right, yeah, for sure. He's coasting, but then he needs to turn it on. I and, do and can turn it on when he can't. I'm going to tell you this. I kind of have a feeling we're gonna get to the playoffs, and we're like, "Here he goes." He turns. It's the same guy. I think this might just be. Who he <laughs> I, is. I, think so I don't know that there's gonna be this like yeah. diving all over the court. But when he <laughs> turns it on, you get like the dunks. Yeah, that, that is true. That is and true. You're like, where'd this come from? I actually really like Jeff Green. Man. I do. Too. Like, I, I enjoy really the Jeff like Green. Jeff I don't. I don't really like Jeff Green, but I feel good that we have Jeff Green yeah. in that. Because MPJ, I feel confident when yeah. Jeff Green's on Me the too. floor. Me too. Yeah, Me too. Like. He, there are times when you wish he would be more engaged, but there's also like never really times where you're like mad at him. Good point. It's a really good point. Uh, Aaron Gordon. This one oh. should be easy, guys. Come on. Way up. Bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> never say that. 
Um, not a lot to talk about here. I mean, J- Aaron Gordon just been—he's just been elite. He's been so good. Yeah. This has been an Aaron Gordon coming out party. I don't think enough people outside of Denver are talking about it. And look, when like, you're thirteen and thirteen, it's th- that is so true. He's destined to be an underrated dude. Ever, you're like, oh man, just didn't get that publish or that publicity in, in Orlando. Then he came to Denver. Just couldn't get that publicity. <laughs> <laughs> then we traded him over to Portland. Couldn't what I like about Aaron Gordon, he doesn't like t- do like monster dunks very often. But every now and then he goes up for something through traffic where he just elevate like the 360 the other day mm-hmm. he had. You know, every now and then he does a dunk where you're like, oh yeah, that's a Violence. one of the best athletes in the world. Yeah, in open gym, they call it mouse in the house. He has a lot of those mouse in the house moments where no one can guard him. He's just too big down there, and he's going to score. He's going to go put it on top of your head. He does not care if you're around. He's going to get to the free throw line. He's going to finish through contact. And I just feel like that is a big part of their offense now, which I did not see coming. I, I really didn't expect Aaron Gordon to make the impact that he has on the offensive side of the ball. And for him to do that and also be the defensive anchor, how lucky, how lucky is, is the Nuggets and how good has the front office been to, to catch a guy like that and for what they got from him. So way, way up. I just don't know what you can complain about when it comes to Aaron Gordon, right? Like His defense, especially in the big time matchup games, the games against yeah. Luka, the games yeah. against Trey Young, been great. he's been so good defensively. His offense has been way better than we expected. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you can complain about when it comes. I could to probably him. find some. Things. Eric, like what? Uh, Try. Doesn't hey, listen, uh, we got to keep it moving. We got to keep it moving. We got to keep it moving. Nikola Jokic, three point shooting. Nikola Jokic. I mean, this one's the easiest one of all time. Here's the thing I'll say about Nikola Jokic. Uh, couldn't be higher. Yeah, way up here. Here's the thing I'll say. Sometimes you get these dorks on online who are like, the advanced stats have overrated him this or that. Sometimes you need to be like, yeah, he had 35, 17, and 8. Those aren't advanced stats. Those are, <laughs> and somebody had a great tweet the other day where they're like, Denver's so shorthanded, the scouting report is, just stop Jokic, team. Proceeds to not stop Jokic. It's like it's honestly they went out tonight with Davon Reed right. and Marcus Howard, all these guys, and it's like okay, just cut off the head of the snake. The snake just bit everyone to death. Yeah, they they cut off the head and it just bit them all the way down. <laughs> oh, it was a massacre. Thirty-five, seventeen, eight. That we don't even have to say anymore. We t- we spent a lot of time. Uh, Monte Morris. Monte uh, Morris. Monte, Monte. I'm going Monte. with the old no vote. Really? Yeah, really? With the old vote. Really? I mean, he's been good. I just think Monte, really? I just kind of feel like I know what I'm going to get out of Monte. If you gave me a five-game sample, he's going to have three games that are solid, one game that's good, one game that's bad. I don't know. He, uh, his mid-range game has elevated so much this season. It's really, really good. Impre- his offensive uh, prowess is like... It's really good. Dude, his... I would say it's gone up. This like is not stunk. to say... This is not to say that he is a, you know... This is that he's just at a level yeah. that he's been at, and I think it's what he, I don't. I think he'll he's be elevated. I, I just I, I trust him more offensively now than I have in the past, particularly with that mid range shot. Like it's so automatic now, and before it, it was like uh, you know it was like a uh, uh, last year last season. I just would th- 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 or I thought of him primarily as a good finisher and a floor general, like everybody says. But like I don't know, he just hits shots now. I think one of my takeaways from this road trip is that the Monte. Jokic pick and roll is leveling up a little bit. I I think we saw it late in that New Orleans game when Denver really went to it a lot late in the fourth and in overtime. Saw a couple plays of it tonight, but I think those two are are gaining more confidence and the Nuggets as a team are are looking at that action and being like, 
All right, like late in games, we're probably going to the Monte Jokic pick and roll. Yeah. Um, this is where it gets really tough, guys. Jamichael Green. Jamichael Green. <laughs> you ready for I, the big I reveal? Want, I don't want to. I, I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm upstairs. Oh man, Win says up. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna stonk the fifth, dude. I, you stonk <laughs> the fifth. All right, how is he up? Because he was so down. <laughs> I mean, he's had a couple encouraging games. I think over this road trip tonight, he at least he had <laughs> a sequence. Yeah, he had two blocks oh, in the possession and then God. sprained his ankle. But he had. That sequence. You're zooming in like way too close. You are. This is like if a stonk lost like 95% of its value but had a good weekend. Right. Like a good Friday. Yeah, like, like, hey. But the rally is like the level, the low level of what you expected to be doing. <laughs> yeah. I'm down on uh, him because I, Malone is down on him. He's not in the rotation and playing the minutes that he was. Also, this was a night that. You know, a month ago, he would have been in the starting lineup. And yeah. They would have just tried to make some type of shift so where true. they put Jeff Green, you know, at the three or something like that. They just try to make it work in a different way. Yeah. But those Verdes no more, and I'm a happy <laughs> no camper for no that. Like, I, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, I, I think that that's good. I do think that he's had uh, his moments of shooting the ball. But what else has he really brought, you know? Oh, and man. it sucks to, like, kick him while he's down because he's I know, he just hurt. got hurt. Yeah, that's, I know, I know. That's, why I, yeah. that's why I stonked the fifth, dude. But I'm still going to kick, though. <laughs> All right, here's the toughest one in the entire bunch. All right. Zeke Naji. Ooh. Oh, no. I hate to do it. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> oh, even. Yo, man, we're down. I can't. Kind of, so I thought I was being controversial here. Yo, the problem with Zeke is he went off. In he New had York. such a great game. Yeah. We he declared went. it the last time he'll ever get a DNP. Oh my god! And he's like been playing. The problem with Zeke oh. is he's not attempting any threes. No, he's not I getting know. any right, threes. That's a good what point. Is he doing? That's a good he point. He went five and nine from three against the Knicks. He shot one three in each of the games since. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so we're clearly down. He's down. You know what? I, Harrison actually talked me into this. I, down, I, I'm still slightly down, but it's largely circumstantial. Right, yeah, like, but he's making that decision also. Here's the or thing. Or he's not getting open. Bones yeah. wasn't there for a while. Like I think, I think you get back to Denver, you get a little bit more healthy. Barton comes back, so your bench is a little bit more healthy. I, I think he has a bounce back coming up. So I would say his stock is down by the dip. By the dip on Zeke Naji. <laughs> yeah. By the dip. Um, by the dip. Uh, Faku Kampazo. Faku mm. Kampazo. Oh, this is easy. This Way is up. a oh, real man. easy one. Bing Faku's bong. playing great. Faku's sneaky been good for He's like 10 great. games now, man. Yeah, He's playing great. Cook with him. Tell, tell, me, tell us why. I mean, the three-point shot's the biggest thing. If he's yeah. hitting threes, it changes Prime everything. Steph Curry Faku, at the moment. And, like he changed everything about him. El, you know, Ma he, El Mago yeah. has returned. He's flying around on defense. He's you know swinging the ball. He's moving the ball on offense. <laughs> I, I, I thought he was playing great. He had, he was him. feeling it tonight too. That's the thing we we always talk about this with Faku. Like when like he is a player that has to play with swag. He has, to. <laughs> he has to. He has to feel like comfortable yeah, throwing like true. ridiculous yeah, passes. When he's like tentative and like weird, doesn't know what his role is. He is a such an unbelievable liability. On Something the else that's really helped him too is if you think back to when he really struggled last year, he was playing off the ball. Like that's when he really struggled when he had yep. the ball in his hands. Now they're down bones. They're so depleted in the backcourt. He's dribbling the ball up the floor. Like pretty much every time he's out there, he's got the ball in his hands a lot. That's how he's used to play. 
He yeah, shot. That's how he's used. Forty-four percent you know? from three over the course of this road trip. Pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, that's big. And that's what I was going to say. What Harrison just said. He's now comfortable because he's back at his position. He's not, you know, playing off the ball next to Bones. They're giving Faku the ball, and he's he's operating. He's back to making the the El Mago passes. He's back to you know getting under you know the other guard's skin and, and just making those plays on the defensive end. But he's also shooting the ball like exceptionally well. So we're back to that um, that magical Faku that we saw when he first came over, and I I just like that. Yeah. Bones Highland, really quickly here. Bones Highland, what do you guys have? Tonight. I'm going to do a wait and yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm going to wait and see. Wait and see. Well, He's been I, out. I, it's been he, out. Yeah, here's the thing is, like, he has not been good. Tonight he was good. But yeah. the, 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 uh, just watch it. I would oh, you're buy, saying that buy, buy it right buy, now. I would buy, buy this stock. Really buy, buy, buy the buy, stock buy, hardcore buy, right now. Buy, I agree with you guys. Buy. I agree. He was pretty good tonight. Four of nine from three. Like, so much of his game is knock down those threes. Yep. I feel like part of it is Bones needs the keys to that second unit. And it's tough. I don't know if those keys can be given to you. You sort of have to identify it yourself and take it over. And he's done this in summer league. He did this early in the year. His confidence a little rattled in and out of the lineup. Injuries, COVID, this or that. I think going forward, it's like, hey, re-seize that second unit. They're all looking to somebody to stir the pot. You're the guy that do that. So that's it. All right, let's take our last break. On the other side, we do have Brendan Vote, who's waiting in the wings to share with us all the wisdom. The Nuggets, by the way, the, the Nuggets, by the way, on their way home, got their media done in like... 13 minutes so it's possible it is possible they're like you know what we're we're not gonna make everybody wait this time we want to get back home so we'll do it uh but when first of all football fans i'm sure we all love an action-packed high-scoring nfl game but with the latest no-brainer from drafting sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl you'll be a winner once a single point is scored new customers who bet just one dollar on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. Don't bet on the Lions, by the way. There's a good chance the Broncos uh, <laughs> shut them out tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get Hell yeah. skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Get those for NBA as well as NFL. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet $1 on any team to score. Win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code DNVR. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I had a good one. I had a good little, a good little Jeff DraftKings. Green, Jeff Green kind of hurt me tonight. Oh, he hurt us all. <laughs> uh, D-Line was talking about the Lions. The Lions are taking on the Broncos tomorrow. Yep. At... Invest- Empower Field. Yeah, Empower Field at, at Mile high. high. At Empower Field at Mile High, we're having a tailgate. Hell yeah, we and are. And at this tailgate, you can get sexy pizza. Yeah, you can. You can get as much sexy pizza as you want. Yes. And as much brick brew as you want ahead of the hey, Broncos Lions game tomorrow. Today. No, I forgot. Okay. Cut my bets. I actually did great. <laughs> Had a great night. <laughs> <laughs> I should have checked my bets. Yeah. Uh, sexy commu- or sexy pizza has been in the Denver community. For 13 years, they're as local as it gets. <laughs> they're a Denver company. They're Colorado people. They've got great tasting pizza. They got great salads there. They got great sides there as well. Uh, you can order uh, to go, to go, dine in, take out, whatever you want at any of their four Denver locations: Cap Hill, South Pearl, Jefferson Park, and Park Hill. And like I said, if you come out to the DNVR tailgate tomorrow morning 
at Empower Field, which, at Mile High, you can get sex. Which, pizza. by the way, come out. Like it's tomorrow, so fun. The, man. the the weather is going to be beautiful tomorrow. This might be the last beautiful weather tailgate we have for this oh, season. Don't say you that. just never know. Yeah, uh, but uh, we already have sold a bunch of tickets. But make this one a GD sixty one tomorrow. Oh man, it's going to be beautiful. Little bags. Oh, we're going to play bags. We're going to play can jam. I'm going to dr- uh, get drunk. Yeah. I'm going to be. I'll be very drunk. I'll, I will slap your hand. I will right probably here. give you a hug. Come See, on, no, he's bought us a rack, yeah. Um, we have super chats coming in. Okay, <laughs> we oh. have a lot. Oh, I spoke too soon. Um, <laughs> chaser. Oh. guys, real quick Strava Craft Coffee. You can get Strava Craft like Coffee from StravaCraftCoffee.com for 25% off your first order when you use the code DNVR25 at checkout. That's at StravaCraftCoffee.com. Get 25% off your first order with the code DNVR25. Get CBD infused coffee. And get delivered to you. Uh, like I said, uh, StravaCraftCoffee.com. Use the code DNVR25 for your first order. 25% off. If you're a returning customer, use the code DNVR20 for yeah. 20% off. Remember, Brian was here the other day, and he told us he starts off every day with Strava oh, yeah. Craft Coffee. Strava. And then he gave us a devilish grin. <laughs> He's He's, his man. vibes are on 100. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Let's go now to Brendan Vote, who is reporting live from, from his, his home studio there. Oh my God! Look at him. He looks like he's so boyish, doesn't he? He does look boyish. Wow, he looked great, man. Look fantastic. You're skiing one time. Thanks. I think I, I'm no different than any other night, but I appreciate it. I think you guys are just feeling the winners lounge vibes. I can't <laughs> blame you. We bought Rakia, and we've gone through at least one bottle already. So we've uh, we've had Adam is, a good Adam night. Adam's doing something called projecting, where he's like, "We're all drunk." It's just Adam. It's just me. <laughs> I drank a lot of Rakia. I. You know what? This is what I did. I got everybody that came to the bar today. Wow. Great time. You guys sat in the dark. Yeah, yeah. We did this thing where we uh, tried to be professional going on to the, the, our jobs. Uh, we apologize to everybody. <laughs> if, this, if, if we were Nuggets tonight, I would be Jokic. <laughs> Eric, would, Eric would probably be Jermichael Green. On, You'd be Paul Pierce. Uh, <laughs> that would have been Barton. Just took the night off. Um, Har- Harrison's still Wancho, though. Hey, I can come up for a big three every now and then. <laughs> Uh, what do you got for us? How was the Nuggets media availability? Were they rushing out the door to the airplane? Kel, we can't hear uh, anything. I didn't oh, get a sense that it was is. rushing. I didn't get a sense that Michael Malone was relieved. He said, I know it may sound strange to most people, but there's a huge difference going home 4-3 as opposed to 3-4. It's true. Um, if we were fully healthy, 4-3 and three is disappointing. Uh, but for me, I just wanted to have a winning road trip. Yeah, I like it. That's a good comment. And uh, honestly, we didn't even going. talk about this uh, in terms of like uh, the road trip. But yeah, four and three is pretty big. It, you know, you have to throw these things out because you always will look back and be like, oh, they could have been five and two if they just didn't fumble the bag against Orlando. But Dude, you know what? Four and three. Small victories in purgatory. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> small those, victories. Those Jolly Rancher moments. Freaking purgatory, <laughs> man. You guys remember, though, those conversations we had off, off air and on the show, right, about how bleak things look with this stretch of schedule and what would it take for us to feel satisfied you know over x amount of games to be honest given everything that's gone wrong to walk away from that four and three it's a positive result even if it doesn't feel like it to everyone uh on the third quarter michael malone said quote that third quarter was one of our best quarters all season it's a shame we ultimately had to put our starters back in but 33 assists is a great number i'm proud of our guys for finishing strong uh, he also said 
that after the game, Greg Popovich said to him, hey, that's how you respond. That's how, you know, way to get your guys to, to turn it around. Um, he said Marcus Howard has to get a huge shout out, of course. Quote, I thought Marcus was a difference maker tonight. For him to go out there and hit six threes, set some good threes, he just had a really good game. Uh, Marcus can shoot, he can score. It was great to see him creating the separation. As a shooter, as a great scorer, it's about separation. Uh, so mm. I thought that was interesting as well. It's funny with guys like Marcus, you think about guys like Jimmer Fredette, they certainly don't forget how to shoot going from their dynamic college <laughs> yeah. careers to the NBA, but getting your shot off is that much harder. Uh, Marcus found a way to do it tonight, and obviously by the end of the first half, they were calling plays for him, um, which Malone joked were plays they haven't called in a long, long time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, great night for Marcus, fellas, as I'm sure you've covered already. I know we missed you here for the Marcus game. We could have used a couple. Could you just give us one? Marcus Howard. <laughs> there it uh, is. He was great, man. Five yeah. eight from three in the first half alone. Obviously a tail two halves for the bench and Marcus, but uh, he pushed that lead well into comfortable territory. So it was really cool uh, to hear from him. And we got a podium game for Marcus as well. <laughs> <laughs> Let me Might as well. Real quick with Malone. Um, on the assists, they had 33 tonight. Malone said, we've been trending in that direction. We talked about it this morning. Let's get it over 30. That's when we're at our best, when the ball is flying. Um, he said flying? Is flying, yeah. Uh, that, was the, that was his verb tonight. Yeah. The ball is flying. Um, All right. Which felt like a deliberate subversion so to the ball is popping. Right, it really was. It really was. <laughs> yep. He better, you know what, though? Actually, teams, much better. It's they could take that loss on the way out. Am I right, guys? <laughs> they could uh, take that defeat on the way yeah. out. <laughs> they could take that defeat back to their cars. <laughs> Finally, guys, Malone said it's important to understand why you lose. If we didn't take the time to explain that to them, show it to them in film, make it black and white, they might have walked away from that last game thinking, well, we just didn't make shots. But it had nothing to do with that. It was about rebounding, and they did a much better job of that tonight. So he was really pleased with, you know, not just the win, but the way that everyone sort of assessed what went wrong last time around. And uh, it, in most regards, they cleaned it all up. They cleaned it all up tonight. What I love most, about, what I, well, I was going to say, what I love most about this is that Michael Malone has to pretend to be upset. But I mean, they were on a back-to-back -back on their sixth game on the road. Like, I know. he's like, they focused on rebounding tonight, and well, yeah, they had energy. Or Marcus yeah, Howard just hit exactly. five threes. <laughs> also that, but yeah. Yeah. Do you guys want to go to Jokic next or Marcus? Uh, let's go to Marcus. Get that one out of the way. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Marcus, who I don't get to, you know, we don't get to talk to him a ton, especially these days, not being around the locker room and all that. And uh, first Marcus Howard podium game we've had in quite some time. I really enjoyed this interview. He was really um, humble, grateful, and, and, and I he really enjoyed talking about his teammates, so I'll get into some of that now. Um, he said it has been tough just having to wait, having to stay ready, but it's the NBA. He knows that this is the way it goes, and quote, at the end of the day, I just want to represent myself in the best way possible and be a good teammate. Everybody has an opportunity. At some point, it's about taking advantage of those opportunities, uh, end quote. He then said, just happy we're able to finish this road trip with a win. On just letting it fly tonight, Quote, I just know that anytime I'm put into a game, I know my skill set. I know what I'm capable of doing. And so do my teammates, end quote. Uh, went on to say, I just want to spread the floor with a guy like Nicola, 
who in my opinion is having a better year is having an even better year than last year which is crazy to say um, there's no question all right, Marcus in the club friend of the show in the club all right I'm sorry he, what I said about all of it he was asked about bones too and he said he couldn't believe he fell to 26 um, <laughs> I, well I'm just as happy for him as anybody started talking about his energy a little bit and then said it's infectious he's great for the organization that's awesome man Marcus nice. good job and, Marcus and then Marcus was also asked about Faku. He shook his head and laughed. He said some of the passes he made tonight were unbelievable. Talked about that over-the-head pass. That was a great one. Fourth quarter. And he said, that's just the stuff I've seen since I got to Denver. Uh, I'm happy to, playing, to be playing with him rather than against him for sure. Uh, and then finally, just some general notes. Marcus talked about his faith a little bit and, and how important that's been to him in terms of you know, it's, it's faith meets preparation for him, right? Staying ready, but believing that he knows what it takes to get to this level, to succeed at this level. Uh, and then if he stays ready, he'll get his opportunity. So it was nice to hear from Marcus. All right, that, awesome. that Faku pass that he had tonight, yeah. that vote was just talking about, <coughs> we know that Faku threw that pass, that same over the head, right. behind the, like over the head, no look pass to the corner. He threw that same pass in a Nuggets practice at the very beginning of last That's season. Right. And somebody from Nuggets sent me the video like of the practice footage. And it, it's <laughs> very similar to the one from tonight. But that was like at the very beginning of last season. And from that point on, I think every player was like, this guy's freaking ridiculous. Like He, he can throw <laughs> any pass from, from any angle. You know what I loved about tonight, guys, was... All of the, the highlight-worthy passes were converted, were finished. That's right? a good point. And it seems to never happen for the Nuggets, but it did tonight, and that was really fun. Uh, let's move on to Jokic. Let's do it. Jokic, Jokic a little less exciting. <laughs> he said, when you make shots, it's easy to play. Uh, the ball is finding the hot guy. Today we made 23s. That's probably why we won the game. Um, <laughs> we needed to respond. We played how we were supposed to play. Uh, he was also asked about this long road trip being away from his family and his newborn daughter. He said, hopefully she did not forget me. Man, that's uh -huh. it's like crazy, but it's like, yeah, he's gone 15 days. She's only 45 days old. Like, right. it's, like it's kind of a wow. large portion. Like now missed half of her life. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Missed a third of it her life. It sounds like a wholesome quote, but it's actually really sad. It's actually <laughs> really sad. <Yeah. laughs> it's really got us in our feels over here. Yeah. He was asked, he fielded a long question from Mike Singer about, you know, what Tim Duncan was able to accomplish in San Antonio and, and do you think you can do something similar like that here in Denver? Um, Jokic with a much shorter answer. I mean, hopefully. <laughs> cool. he, did, he did elaborate a little bit, but it wasn't Oh, he just more put the league on notice. <laughs> put him on blast. Nikola Jokic wants to be the next Tim Duncan. <laughs> yeah, because I remember they were great for 20 years, I think. So if we could do that, yeah, that would be nice. So, um, Ready to run through a wall. Finally, on the budding chemistry with Monte Morris and Aaron Gordon, specifically in juxtaposition with Jamal Murray, that two-man game, does he feel like there's a similar chemistry there? And Jokic said, well, they're not the same players as Jamal, but yes and no. He does feel like he's getting to the next level with those guys respectfully, but it's just going to be a different thing you know, with each two-man partner, of course. So no, no, no gems from Jokic tonight, fellas, but 
I think the fellas are uh, on the Nuggets are just happy to be on a flight home. I, I would yeah. say there was quite a few gems from Jokic tonight. Yeah. My personal take. Oh, I think, on I th the court? Yeah, yeah, I, I think there agree. were a lot of gems. A lot of a lot of them. The tipper. No, the big the tipper. tipper. Yeah. Hey, I always go through this with the grades. It, it sounds so dumb, but like the line between a Jokic A and a Jokic A plus, very difficult to discern because he's always the best. Is this an A plus night? What would you guys say? Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Course, I think it's got to be an A plus night. I mean, it, it was, he does get better. He does. He does. He does. But we do as much as I grade. We all grade Jokic on a curve. This one was like, come on, man. This was probably. I a, I'm just asking. It's probably a top yeah. 30 game for you. We probably we were, an Oh, yeah. We were laughing at a certain point, and, and uh, Wynn was like, he's just fucking dominating out there. Like, <laughs> yeah. He was just getting rebound, like doing absolutely everything, and the Spurs were comically ill-equipped to do anything against yeah, him. Yeah, they got like Drew Eubanks out there holding <laughs> on to like, his jersey. It was, I mean, it was just like... What, what do we need to have happen? Uh, but okay, Jokic make a bucket. What do we need now? Uh, get a rebound. rebound? Okay, okay. Well, Jokic will get Block that. A shot. Okay. When he checked back in after the bench, like they were up so much, and then the bench kind of started to blow it. Again. Yeah, he checked back in and just like started effing around and brought it right back up to thirty. And yeah. I was like, okay, joke around and find out. Oh, my man. joke around and find out indeed. Guys, I caught the caught the road broadcast tonight from my home. Um, falling all over themselves for Nikola Jokic. <laughs> there was a MVP discussion at which point. They uh, denounced the concept of voter fatigue and feeling the need to change things up. They said, let's keep it simple. Um, after the tip pass to Aaron Gordon, the color commenter, commenter said, uh, now he's just showing off. He was borderline upset. I couldn't tell if it was admiration. Or anger. Was really oh, Vote, fun. great stuff tonight, man. Um, enjoy your Saturday. We'll pour one out. We'll pour some Rocky out for you in your honor tonight. Yeah. Eric we'll will drink it. You'll we'll pour, pour it out into Adam's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care. Uh, we got to get our super chats. Before oh, we got. I don't know boy. if we're going to make it around the association tonight, um, but we will be able to get to our super chats. Kale, what do you have oh, for us? Oh, boy. Uh, Josh says, I hope your trip to Serbia helps Jokic sign a Supermax. Man, I hope so. What if it? What if we're there for the signing? What if oh. we actually deter him? Yeah, what if he's like, I was going to do it, but these guys <laughs> are like, He's like, <laughs> can't I have dudes. some peace in this world? <laughs> There's no DNVR in Chicago or something. I don't know. All right, what else we got? Addison says, right, what yeah. was your favorite assist this game? Man, that's a great question. Mine's is the Aaron uh, Aaron Gordon. Mine in the back. The mine's, back. mine's the tipper, just because that's my like favorite Jokic assist. Yeah, that so. Aaron Gordon behind the back was sick. Mine's Jeff the, mine's is there the a dark horse in this? So, uh, it's got to be the Faku. That's just... You the just Faku don't, over the head? You don't do that. You don't do it. And it just be yeah. so perfect. Mine's the tipper, and, and Dev pointed this out. When you watch the replay, Jokic actually... Because usually his no-lookers are true no-lookers. On this one, like while the ball's in the air, he kind of looks over. He like does a quick little look just to make yeah. sure. Just to be sure Gordon's there. And just the fact that he is that... I'm telling you, he is always at least one play ahead. And on that one, yeah. you could see he was like, just make sure. Yep. <laughs> so incredible. good. It was so, so good. I got to go with the tipper. The Aaron Me Gordon too. one's good, but um, I got to go with the tipper. All right, what else we got? The Larry Gene. Bird tipper. Uh, it says, I got five on Bones getting Malone to smile for the first time since I can remember. He does it every time, man. It's definitely true. He's in, like, if Bones is playing well, yeah. I defy you, anyone, to not just sit there and smile like an idiot. The fool on the hill. <laughs> an absolutely, absolute idiot. All right. Sir Homer says, uh, the Buy Kale a Shot Foundation humbly dominates this. Also, when are we getting a Bone shirt? Yo, I, I don't think I can make a Bone shirt. Bone made his own shirts. 
That's well, not NBA, with that attitude. <laughs> it's we're in a weird spot. NBA players don't really like you, you making yeah, like, shots for, for some reason. They don't like shirts made here's of what them. People, here's what people don't understand about the world in which I live: is that I started off as a very small indie artist yeah. that could do whatever I wanted, and then now everyone looks at everything I do. So I do things where I get in trouble <laughs> by very large corporations in this world. Like it's not I can't just do whatever I want. So I would love to make a bone shirt. I don't know if we can. Yeah. Are you guys gonna take this shot with me? Yeah. Uh, I thought. Jeevily. Oh. <laughs> Man, what I just I? drank so many shots. Oh, we all feel bad for you. We all Jeevely. feel bad for you, Adam. Jeevily. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, this shot is enormous. No, Dude, mine's is massive. Yeah, 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 this more. Who wants a little bit more? Does anybody uh, want oh. Adam, you're, you're bigger than Adam all of us. Adam has been so proud of Your his body alcohol consumption it. to this point. Not yeah. doing it. What? Ha- really? Not doing it. You made a whole thing you're about gonna, it You're so going to mess up all the vibes. Yeah, this is... Harry, you want give, some of mine? Give me some. Give, take some of this. I took like 20 shots earlier, man. I could barely host the show today. It looks like you should have had some more. Man... I, drank, I what people don't know is it was Saturday. I drank. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, we're all doing this tonight." Nobody was doing it. Just me. I got drunk earlier. I sobered up. Sorry. Yeah. I have, I have a bad case before. of COVID arm. Sorry. <laughs> all right, Jeevily to all of you. Jeevily, let's go. <laughs> Did Kale just? <laughs> that was brutal. Here's Fire. to all of you and to every asshole that comes in here My and takes a shot burning. of Rocky and then tells burning. us it's not that bad. All right, you last also. one. Ugh. Can Lance. you drink on a booster? Oh, yes, of course you can. <laughs> with the exception of Murray, I think AG has learned to play with oh. Jokic better than anybody. You can literally feel AG's joy from playing with Jokic. Man, I love that comment, Lance. I love that. That's a great one to end can it on. Somebody in the chat music. just say Adam kind of looks like Jokic. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, what a day. This is the final frontier. What a day. My goodness. Adam being the Jokic whisperer, now just looking like Jokic. Dude, of all the ways to be like Jokic, that's actually the least <laughs> That's the least complimentary. I'm dying. <laughs> you know what? I do kind of look like Jokic. I have to admit. It is I, true. I agree. It is I agree. True. Again, wow. not necessarily a compliment. It is true. <laughs> especially up. on the court. Why do you comment really that? Like oh my um, god, dude. Adam was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, do you, do you look like that? Oh, maybe that's what they're no. seeing. They're seeing this. I kind of <laughs> do, man. I kind of do. Uh, everybody riding with us on a Saturday night. That was a hell of fun. Um, we do have gift box. Two things to promote real quick. We have the gift box. So right now, if you are not a DNVR member, what are you waiting for? You guys like the show. Do you want it to exist or not? <laughs> I'm... I'm debating that, actually. Right <laughs> you aside. Uh, keep it going. Become a DMVR member. Check out all the great stuff. Harrison has been crushing it. He's got a new column this year that's called Wind Chimes. S- s- share some behind-the-scenes stuff. Right now, you can gift somebody the gift of DNVR subscription. You get them a subscription and two shirts in the DNVR gift box for Christmas, and then you... For buying it, get a little $15 to the DNVR locker. You can use that to buy a shirt, a hat, any number of things that this genius over here has created. (laughs) Uh, We also have, of course, the party bus that is going out January 16th. It's going to be an incredible time. Come hang out with us, guys. We want to have a good time. We want to boo Rudy Gobert. You don't realize how lonely we are. You you see us on on the show every night. Yeah. That's all there is. That's all we've got. 
We need you to come in. You don't see when we go home and we sit by our phones, <laughs> we waiting need, anxiously for anyone to text. We need human contact in the worst way. <laughs> so they absolutely, you know, when they call for the like extended warranty and then you answer the phone, you're all excited. It's yeah. Just, what? You know, yeah, yeah. Hello, who is it? <laughs> this is Adam looking to hang out. You know about Jokic? <laughs>